Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Let's do one that's a little shorter. Then maybe this one won't be as dramatic. My older brother and I were sleeping together. Come on. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. It's Violet Benson, your favorite meme queen and the big sis you didn't ask for, but need. Welcome to Almost Adulting. Almost Adulting. Are you ready? Hi, besties, and welcome to a brand new Almost Adulting, the largest self-love podcast and movement, your number one destination for personal growth and mental health. I'm your big sister and your host, Violetta. Welcome to a brand new Confession Corner. Today is all about Reddit Confession Corner. Well, I had my social media girl pull up some of the, you know, the most fun, the best Reddit confessions and we get to share on today's episode to make you to give you a little fun week you know so welcome to a brand new Tuesday episode before we get started shout out to our social media girl for doing such a superb job for finding all these videos for also you know making sure to post all the promos and doing everything that she's been doing so shout out to Violetta Benson (laughs) that's right I am the podcast social media girl (laughs) as well as the host and the producer of the show. I love you. And you will get that raise one day, Violetta, I promise. (laughs) Anyway, before we get started on today's episode, don't forget to subscribe to today's podcast. You are currently listening to Almost Adulting. We have new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday, so make sure you subscribe so you do not miss an episode again. Tuesdays is where we have loads of fun, like listening to confessions from Reddit, or I do Benson Knows Best, which will be next week, where I take your questions and give you advice. So let's get started with our first confession. I told my first biological offspring that I have two sons and he's not either of them. When I was 20, I got my GF at the time. Okay, let me stop you right there. Let me stop you right there. I told my first biological offspring... Imagine if your parents weren't even calling you their children, even if you were adopted or they were your step parents. They were just like, hello, my offspring. (sighs) Anyway, he told his first biological offspring that he has two sons and you are neither of those two sons. All right, let's go. And by the way, GF and BF means girlfriend and boyfriend. I told my first biological offspring that I have two sons and he's not either of them. When I was 20 I got my GF at the time pregnant. I was scared shitless but I manned up and married her. It was hard but we made it work for 8 years until I caught her cheating. I ended the marriage, and began co-parenting my, at the time, son. He was my world. My dad wasn't there for me at all so I swore to myself I would be the best father I could. I had my then son every weekend. I was always on time and ready to go. Even though I worked full-time and was going to school I made sure he always had my full attention when he was with me. He was my best friend and my son. Even though money was tight we had some amazing adventures. He loved spending time with my family, and even had friends in my neighborhood. I thought we were doing well, until he was around 11. At that point he started to not want to visit me. His mother had a new boyfriend who was well off, 
and I knew he was taking them on trips and doing fun activities on the weekends so, at first, I didn't make a stink, but about six months after they started dating, my son was seeing me maybe one weekend a month. After about nine months he stopped coming altogether. After three months of calling, chasing, and begging, I was getting nowhere. So my family came together and hired a lawyer to sue my ex for parental alienation. I lost, and was ordered to pay more child support. As I was leaving the courtroom, my ex's lawyer approached me and offered to cancel child support if I gave up my paternal rights. I flat refused until the lawyer said this was both my ex-wife's and my then son's wishes. I asked to speak to my son alone and they agreed as long as both lawyers were in the room. I spoke to my son and asked him if he really wanted me to give up my rights and he said yeah. I explained that it would mean I wouldn't be his dad and he couldn't come visit me or my family anymore. He looked me dead in the eyes, like he was asking the time, and said, yeah, so. I was shattered. I asked again, if he really understood what he was saying, and he said yes, he wanted to be ex's boyfriend's son. I signed the papers that day. From that day until two days ago he never spoke or contacted me, or any of my family. It literally almost killed me. I started to drink, and stayed drunk for weeks. Finally, one day, I drank until I passed out and aspirated my own vomit. I would be dead now except the mailman dropped a package addressed to me to my neighbor's house and she saw me convulsing through my window, and called 911. I spent two weeks in the hospital with aspiration pneumonia. After that I moved back to my hometown, got a new job, hit the gym, and spent four years in intense psychotherapy. I was finally able to let it all go, and move on with my life. About six years after my move I met my now wife, and she had an 11 year old son. I was standoffish with him at first, but that kid was, and is, so amazing that I couldn't help but fall in love with him. The day he turned 18 he asked me to adopt him. His father left when he was 5, never to be seen or heard of again. It was the proudest day of my life. He and his mother turned my life around and gave me a reason for living. Now not only do I have my wonderful adopted son who is currently serving in the Marines, but I also have a son and daughter. My career has also taken off, and I'm doing very well for myself and my family. I am a comeback story. I went from a man no one could love, to a successful father of three with a beautiful wife and family. I survived. About three weeks ago I get a call at my office. It was my ex SIL she informed me that my ex had passed. I simply said, okay and hung up. It's been 14 years since I've had any contact with any of those people, and I have no desire to know anything about them now. On the 4th my family and I were getting ready to go to a picnic when there was a knock on the door. I recognized him through the front glass. It was my first biological offspring. Wow. I opened the door and he said, Hello Op, I'm Name, I'm your son. Without an ounce of hesitation I said, No you're not. I have two sons and you're not either one of them. Now please leave my property. He just stood there kind of dumbfounded as I shut the door. After a moment he left. I put out a text to my family letting them know that he was lurking around, and I have no intention of having any contact with him, and I will cut anyone who does out of my life completely. It's been 14 years, I don't owe him or his family anything. I had to listen to my mother cry for him on her deathbed over that child. I laid in a hospital bed with a machine breathing for me, wishing it would turn off and let me die because of that child. I learned in therapy that he had the right to make his own choices, but that I also have the right to make mine. My choice was to move one without him as part of my family, as he wanted. He has no right to come back into my life and disturb me or my family now. My entire family agrees with me. Even my wife and my in-laws agree that nothing good can come of this. He's 26 years old now. 
If this was some evil plot by his mother and her BF, he's had 8 years to contact me, and didn't. Now that his mother is dead all of a sudden I'm up to bat. I don't care if he was 12 or 200, he made the call, and if you had seen the look in his eyes when he said yeah, so. You would have known like I did that he didn't give a damn about me. So I had to stop giving a damn about him to survive. He doesn't have the right to ambush me on my front porch and act like he's anything to me now. Well come to find out my sister is the one who has been giving him and my ex SIL my contact info. My sister, who I love dearly, is inconsolable that I won't give him a chance. Apparently he called her after he came to my house and broke down. I told her to stop right there, I don't care, but now she's begging me, for our mother's sake, to meet with this kid. So I ask you, is there anything good that can come out of a meeting with this kid now? Wow. That was an emotional roller coaster started with laughter because he called, he said, my biological offspring. So I'm like, that guy has a sense of humor. Then I got to find out he actually didn't have a sense of humor because he was being serious and he almost killed himself by choking in his own vomit with his drinking problem. And, you know, then it was a roller coaster. Like we were just going down. I... I was mortified for him and his life. I mean, he really, I did not think he would get back up. But then, then, like a roller coaster, we went back up. Happy tears now because he found a new woman. He found a child that asked him to adopt him and his life turned around and I, I had happy tears. And then shock, <laughs> confusion of emotions now because then his now son comes back around over 14 years later and he's like hey i'm your son but the dad's like no 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 piss off you are not my offspring you're not my biological offspring so i am curious what do you guys think about this i have i understand where he's coming from and based on the fact that he probably hit his lowest he now attaches his lowest moment in his life to his ex-partner and to this child. But it was just a child. I mean, an 11, 12-year-old, there's a reason they can't vote. There's a reason they can't date grown-ups. Their brain is not developed. I mean, even in our 20s, our brain up until 25, our front lobe is still developing. So how can you really blame an 11, 12-year-old for saying what they said. I mean, when I was 11, 12, you know what my dream job was? To be an assassin. Thank God it didn't become my dream job because I would probably try to murder so I would be in jail right now. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, we are constantly ch changing our thoughts and opinions, not to mention we are so impressionable at that age. The other day I was hanging out with my friend's son and he had some strong opinion about something. And I said, no, actually, I disagree because this and this. I thought we're having a debate. I mean, I don't know what I was doing having a debate with a, he's 14, with a 14 year old. But I gave my opinion of two minutes. Within two minutes, he said, oh, that's a good point. I didn't think of that. And now his opinion of something, a really important topic completely changed. That goes to show you kids change their opinions all the time. So obviously this child had these thoughts because of his mother. Granted, he got older. He had so much time to reach out to his biological father, and he didn't. Granted, again, maybe he was just having his mother's back, and his mother was guilt-tripping him, maybe, to not reach out to this guy. I don't know. Me, personally, as someone that 
worked on her relationship with her father, where I genuinely thought that the day I move out from my house, I will never speak to my father again. And that was definitely one of our last fights. I remember we had a really bad fight and I said, like, I forget what I said to him, but it was just something about whatever fight we had. And I said something how, you know, the day I get to move out, you will never see my face again. And I can't wait to never have to look at your stupid face again. And I'm so thankful that that wasn't the case. I'm so thankful I grew that. I'm so thankful I got to work on my relationship with my father. But again, everyone's different. So from one side, I can see this man's perspective. He has a great life now and he doesn't want to disrupt that and bring back old memories and opening up old wounds that he now has completely put under the rug. On the other hand, it is still his child. And yes, his child could have reached out earlier. I don't know why he didn't. I don't know why he waited only after his mom passed away, but it's still his blood. So in 20 years from now, will he regret not having a relationship with his child? Lastly, sometimes blood doesn't mean anything. And sometimes our relationships are with people who maybe we weren't born into family with them, but they treat us more like family than people that were actually related to us. So I actually don't know what the right answer to this is, but I would love to know what you guys think. I think, I feel like normally I have good, I have good thoughts or good advice, but I think this is something very tricky that I don't have an answer to it. I think that's a personal choice, but as long as Every day you wake up and you ask yourself, is this working for me? And as long as you don't mind that you will never have a relationship with somebody that you, that's your child and you're okay with it, you've accepted it, you moved on, then it is what it is. But personally, I wouldn't hold something against an 11-year-old. I think kids make mistakes. I think us as grownups, we make mistakes. And sometimes, and you know, usually the people that hurt us the most are the people that we love the most. That's usually the only people that are able to hurt us. I wanted to give some love to my university college listeners. So this ad is all for you besties. Okay, so today's podcast is sponsored by DoorDash. So that essay that you definitely wink, wink, started weeks before the deadline and not the night before, wink, (laughs) might be easier with some late night snacks. And that is where DoorDash can help you get the snacks and the energy drinks that you need to help you pull through that all nighter. So get the back to school savings that you really want and get unlimited free DoorDash delivery with Dash Pass for just $4.99 a month for students. How worth it? So worth it. DoorDash for students gives you access to more than just your favorite restaurants. It also gives you savings on grocery runs, convenience store trips, and they even have your back with gift shopping. And now you can even save even more with an annual membership with less than $50 a year for unlimited $0 delivery fees. So for a limited time, you will get 50% off of up to $10 on your next order of $15 plus when you sign up for DoorDash Pass student plan and enter the code adulting so that's 50 percent off up to ten dollars on your next order off of 15 dollars plus when you sign up for doordash pass student plan when you enter my code adulting so don't forget that is code adulting for 50 percent off when you sign up for doordash student plan plus you will get the 4.99 a month student monthly savings so free unlimited doordash delivery for the whole month and just 4.99 monthly fee so sign up right now using my code adulting subject to change terms apply 
Honestly, it's been hot as balls outside. I don't even, I'm starting to sweat in places that I didn't even know I could sweat in. I mean, BO comes from bacteria from all over the body. So why do deodorants stop only at your pits? It's weird, right? Like that's why I'm so excited to tell you about Lumi, the world's best whole body deodorant. Its formula is clinically proven to control odor causing bacteria everywhere, like your pits, your privates and beyond for a whopping 72 hours. As an OBGYN, Lumi founder, Dr. Shannon Klingman met thousands of women concerned with odor below the belt. And through clinical testing, she discovered there wasn't the vagina to blame, but the bacteria on the skin mind-blowing so she created lumi a ph optimized aluminum free deodorant that actually works and works everywhere with over 150,000 five-star reviews to prove it and right now there's a special offer for my besties for my listeners you guys get to get five dollars off of lumi starter pack with my code adulting at lumideodorant.com if you're wondering v do you have any special products you use are you bullshitting us no i do my favorite products right now have definitely been their deodorant wipes, which I always keep in my car to wipe my whole body wherever I'm sweating. And then I use their body wash that literally every single day because I have sensitive skin. And then some body washes for me have made my skin either dry or break out, but not Lumi. <laughs> it gets my body right. And then it smells so good afterwards. So these are definitely my two favorite products that you guys should try. So Lumi Starter Pack is perfect for new customers and for my listeners, it comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like their mini body wash and their deodorant wipes, which are my favorite and free shipping. So again, as a special offer to my listeners, for you besties, all of my besties get $5 off of a Lumi starter pack with my code adulting at lumideodorant.com. That's L-U-M-E deodorant.com that equates to over 40% off of your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com using my code adulting not only will you be supporting my podcast but you'll also be supporting your hygiene so again go to lumideodorant.com using my code adulting for over 40 percent off of your starter pack love you let's go to the next one one second when did a false accusation backfire on the accuser the accuser ruined his family's life my friend James was accused of something terrible which didn't end well for the person who made the allegation. James had probably the worst lie told about him by the 13-year-old son of his then-girlfriend. They'd been together for approximately 9 months and up until that point, he'd had a great relationship with the son. However, the son obviously missed the good old days when he had his mother all to himself, and it would appear that nostalgia got the better of him. It started off with little allegations against James, like he'd gotten angry at the boy and raised his voice. These were dismissed immediately by the mother as she had been in the same room or within earshot when the incidents were alleged to have occurred. As these allegations were baseless and always failed to land, the son upped the ante somewhat and told his mother that he felt physically threatened by James. James is the type of guy who always walks around with a smile on his face and is liked by all. I have known him for over 25 years and have never seen him get into a fight or raise his voice or ever get angry with anyone and especially not a child. He is one of life's gentle souls. I honestly believe the world would be a better place if there were more people like him in it. He was, however, concerned and upset about the allegations and he tied himself in knots trying to figure out why the boy was saying these things about him. Each time he spoke to his then-girlfriend about it, she would play it all down and tell him that he shouldn't worry as children lie and exaggerate all the time. Apparently, for some reason she never spoke to the son about what the implications of lying could have, and I am certain that had she done, what happened next would have been avoided. The son went away one weekend to stay with his grandparents, his father's parents. 
James had a day out planned with his girlfriend on the Saturday, but the local constabulary had other ideas and they swooped in and arrested him as they had received a complaint from the grandparents that James had been physically abusing the boy. He was handcuffed, taken away and spent the day and night in the cells before being released under investigation. He could not go to his girlfriend so he stayed with me and I went to collect some clothes and his work swipe card. Although this was futile as he was immediately suspended from his college lecturing job for safeguarding reasons. The girlfriend was home when I called around and despite being upset and absolutely certain of his innocence, she, to me, didn't fully understand the ramifications of the false allegations. Her attitude was we know he's innocent, so the police will know too. They understand that children lie and exaggerate all the time. When I returned home, I found James was applying some form of rudimentary first aid to himself. He had stepped out of the house to get some milk and was accosted by the boy's father. I have absolutely no idea how he knew where I lived or that James was staying with me, but he found him nonetheless and administered some rough justice on him. James tried to reason with him, but the father was having none of it, and broke his nose and fractured his eye socket for good measure. The girlfriend's parents, who incidentally loved James and were thrilled that she had finally found someone decent, had their suspicions about the boy's allegations, and decided to gently question him themselves. The boy eventually told the truth when he was informed that his father would almost certainly be kicked out of the army for assaulting James in response to the allegation he'd made. He admitted that he'd made the whole thing up as he was jealous that he had to share his mother with someone else as he liked having her all to himself. He also admitted that he liked having complete control over his mother and he saw James' arrival as a threat to the status quo so he hatched a plan to get rid of him and told his other- Excuse me. Let me stop you right there. A little child admitted verbatim those words. I like believed it until I heard that part. Unless this person is just explaining it a little differently, but that I don't think a, a child processes- Thoughts that way, but okay. ...told his other grandparents that he'd been assaulted by James. They understandably hit the roof and pointed out to him that he was almost 14 years old and was old enough to know that lies can have far-reaching consequences. Okay, maybe 13, 14-year-olds, if they are having sex, maybe they do talk like that. ...consequences. They immediately marched him to the police station where he tearfully withdrew his allegation and informed them that he'd invented the whole thing. He admitted that James had never laid a finger on him nor raised his voice or had shown any form of aggression towards him. The investigating officer severely reprimanded the boy and told him he would remember his name for future reference should they cross paths when he became an adult. Unfortunately, despite the lie being exposed, the college decided to terminate James' contract regardless, again citing safeguarding. He took them to a tribunal and won the case. He was in line for a hefty payout, but pleaded with them to let him continue to teach and he dropped the whole thing. Sadly they wouldn't see sense and despite the compensation, his career went up in smoke. The students lost a fine lecturer and the institution was poorer for no longer having such an asset as James. The father was indeed kicked out of the army and was also charged with assault, which is ironic considering this was the charge leveled at James, and was given a suspended sentence, which of course means he will carry that wherever he goes and has now struggled to find employment. The mother's parents were rightfully disgusted that their grandchild could do such a thing and cut him out of the will. This was bad news for the boy as they are very wealthy business people and he was looking forward to living off their fortune so that he didn't have to worry about minor inconveniences such as working for a living. They saw James how we all see him, a thoroughly decent person, who loved that woman and her son with all his heart. They were devastated that the selfish actions of her son had stolen her happiness, and robbed her of the man that they had always hoped that she would find. The grandparents on the other side, the ones who called the police, sought James out and apologized to him, which was decent of them. The relationship they now have with their former daughter-in-law is non-existent as she resents them for not speaking to her in the first instance, which of course could have prevented the chain reaction that was about to follow. They hardly see their grandson anymore as they were also disgusted by his lie and his selfishness. James, and this is probably an indication of the type of person he is, considered getting back with a mother, but realized that sometimes some things are just too broken to mend. She is a single mother again and I have seen her in the street on occasion. 
She is devastated at what happened, and wish things were how they were. Unfortunately for her, she is unlikely to find anyone else anytime soon as her name is radioactive to prospective partners due to her son's okay. lie. She told me that she's been on a few dates since, but as soon as the guy hears what happened in her last relationship, they end it pretty much immediately. She told me she loves her son regardless, just hates the lie that he told, which is fair. James has found work as a personal tutor and is also a contributor to a few business journals. He's doing okay, but is still gutted about what happened. He feels that despite his innocence, he is not entirely without fault. That perhaps he shouldn't have been so affectionate to the mother when the boy was around as it probably fueled his jealousy. Not a happy ending for anyone involved, and this all came about because of one teenager's lie. Very sad indeed. Okay, what is going on with just <laughs> holding young kids accountable? I mean, I get it, 13, 14 is not that young, but come Jesus Christ. Like the way everything snowballed, this child's own grandparents took him out of the will and can't forgive him. It's your blood. What is this an American thing? I feel like I feel like if I murdered someone, my my dad, whether we spoke or not, would help me bury the body, beat the shit out of me and then would help me bury the body and then tell me I'm a disappointment, but still keep it a secret because we're family. Jesus, I don't know what you guys think about that. But also the whole thing with now, she, the mother will never be able to date every... First of all, why are you telling people about your past? Oh, why didn't it work out with you and your last guy? We just wanted different things. That's it. Why are you telling people your life story on the first date? Just tell them whether or not you have any STDs and go on with your life. Like, are you joking? Like, just enjoy the free meal. Oh my God. I don't know. Okay, let's listen to a last one. Let's make it a quick one because these are killing me. Let's do one that's a little shorter. Then maybe this one won't be as dramatic. My older brother and I were sleeping together Come and on. only recently stopped. It started back when we were younger. We had just moved to another state and we had two moving trucks. One we all drove in and the other was a moving company. When we got there, me and my older brother had to share a bed. Later the same night, I woke up to something hard and warm grinding on my back. Not like by accident, but... Okay. I've seen this porno and they were stepbrothers. <laughs> Just kidding. That was, I don't even know if I can make that joke. Come on. Can I catch a break with these confessions today? But rather intentionally and forcefully. It went on for a while until he got out of bed and left. When he left, I started to get excited. Up until then, I have never learned, thought, or done anything intimate because we grew up in a severely Catholic home. This whole event just happened to flip the switch in my brain. This went on for a few more nights. He kept pushing it further and further until elementary his member was in my precious little clam. The next night, I pretended to fall asleep. Eventually, my brother started to do it again. About midway, I flipped over and faced him. And from there, we just stare awkwardly at each other. Without really thinking at all, we started to have intimate fun, and his seat ended up on the bedspread. This eventually became an almost nightly routine. Eventually, when the other moving truck came, it was about to be a nightly thing, and rather a thing we did whenever we felt like we had to get off. We kept doing it through middle and high school. Even when he had a girlfriend, and I had a boyfriend, we kept doing it regularly. The reason we recently stopped was that he had moved away to college. Thank God. That was a few months ago, and he's coming over soon to visit oh, for Christmas. Oh, fuck's sake. That's it? That's a conf- that- that's it? <laughs> okay, I bet you this is not a confession. I bet you it's one of those people that write the romance novel things like about, what is that band that Harry Styles was in? Five Seconds of Summer? No. Oh my gosh. What is the name of that band? Oh my God, it's on the tip of my tongue. I forgot. It's not Five Seconds of Summer. I don't remember. But whatever the name of that band is with those other people, you know, there's all those like love things of the different singers having sex with each other. 
and it's always like 13, 14 year olds and they write it. And if you ever randomly accidentally stumbled onto one of those, it's like fan fiction you would laugh your ass off because obviously it's people who've never had sex that talk about sex stuff. It's very PG and innocent. So I bet you this person is just having a random fantasy. This person does not have siblings. Just like I said, the people who don't have sex, fantasize about sex. This person doesn't have siblings. They never had sex. They just watched Twilight and they're fantasizing about some weird random fantasy or something. And they thought they were being funny because their dad went for milk and never came home. <laughs> this is their way to get attention. I'm just going to assume that, okay? Well, why don't we wrap up today's confession corner on Reddit? It's not what I thought it was going to be. And you know what? That's life. Sometimes life, you don't get what you thought you were going to get. And it's just one of those days. So hopefully you can have a better day <laughs> after listening to today's podcast. And don't worry, because Thursday's episode, we have a full hour and it will be a much better episode than today. Regardless, I love you. Hope you enjoyed today's little bullshit episode and have a beautiful rest of the week. Ciao.